Welcome to Project Semper, pursuing the most effective form of ourselves. Let's go. Hello, everybody. I am so glad you're here. I hope this message finds you truly well and joyful. And if not, well, then let's work on it, shall we? All right, here we go. I want to talk about ruts and routines today. Now, we can all, I think we can all agree that no one wants or needs to be stuck in a rut. But what about creating and sticking to a routine? By the way, some people treat the very concept, you'd think it was on some suboptimal level with OCD and eating plain oatmeal every morning. Although I suspect those who don't understand and recoil in horror at the very word routine, well, they're the same people who would offer you a cigarette when they know you're trying to quit smoking or a donut when you're trying to cut added sugar. Sidebar, I see people smoking and I'm like, who? Who are these people? What are you doing? Smoking, vaping, whatever, inhaling anything into your lungs. You're an idiot. And by the way, you stink. Anyway, rut. The word has all kinds of negative connotations. Literally speaking, it's a tracked trench or furrow from which, once entered, is difficult to exit or escape without concentrated effort. Figuratively speaking, it generally applies to behavioral patterns that are defined as rote and thoughtless habits that stunt personal growth and physical, intellectual, and spiritual development. Not good, right? Right. Stuck in a rut. I'm in a rut. Get out of that rut. Hell, we were flying out of Kalispell, Montana recently, and we were delayed because they had to send for a bigger pushback tug to shove our jet away from the gate. Why? One of our wheels was, you guessed it, stuck in a rut. Suffice it to say, it's difficult to find anything efficacious in being in a rut. Rutted behavior looks like, well, it looks like everyone on earth who robotically reaches for their phone and mindlessly thumbs their way through unreality each time there's a tenth of a second pause in whatever life function they are required to perform to survive. There is nothing good or even okay about this. And then there's routine. Routine is often conflated with rut. But if one crafts a routine for positive benefit, then the chasm between the two could not be wider. A routine is a nuanced approach to necessary daily minutia, while a rut is a potential lifelong trap of stagnation. Ruts begin with disorganization and poor or no planning. This behavior really actually begins very early in life and over time morphs from minor annoyance to a trend into a mode of living. And then, yes, then you're in trouble. We know this and mindful parents make good efforts to counteract a tendency toward disorganization very early on by teaching their children that there is value in picking up their toys, drinking water, washing their hands, and going to bed at the same time each night. Of course we know it's a constant battle. Of course we know that adolescents and teens will seemingly go out of their way to be a complete mess. But good parents don't shirk this responsibility because it's our job, they are modeling themselves after us 
And these reinforced behaviors will be the foundation for stability as they go out alone into the brutal world. Parents who allow their children to wander about without structure, guidance, and discipline? Well, you can see those results all over society right now. These kids become young adults who can't manage their own lives, can't handle a challenge, and engage in self-destructive behaviors. Typically, you can see them. Typically, they'll be unfit, unhealthy, disorganized, constantly late for everything, unable to maintain stable relationships, living hand-to-mouth, and surrounded by others just like them. And that is a rut. But falling into a rut is not simply or even necessarily a product of your childhood. Any of us, and probably most if not all of us, have at some time become grooved into a rut of some degree of detriment. It's not difficult at all to toss all discipline and structure out the window the first time you're on your own. Freedom is the ultimate test of self-control and most of us bomb that exam. Early failure Well, it isn't the greatest threat to a stable life, however, quite the contrary. Early failures are utterly essential building blocks for a prosperous and durable life. But ignoring, neglecting, or being indifferent to the lessons and fortifications presented by a failure leads to years of frustration and decline. And once again, I'll state for emphasis, that is a rut. But you can turn it around. It's not that difficult if you really want to, and there are two good reasons why you should really want to. Declutter brain space and reclaim life from disorganization. Let me say something to you. Wallet, watch, phone, keys, glasses, water bottle. Can you locate these things right now without even thinking? Do you put these in the same place every time you return home or get ready for bed? If not, You're creating extra work for your brain and removing quality time from your life. Think about the things you need to get out the door to get wherever you need to go. Maybe your list includes shoes or medication or your briefcase or earbuds, whatever. If you spend any time at all searching for these things, you're occupying valuable brain space with counterproductive activity and you are wasting unrenewable bits of the only time you have in this life. Why? Why? When it takes so little effort to remedy this paralytic inefficiency. Create a routine with stuff you have to do every day in order to function. Organize the minutia. Keep your space tidy. Fold and hang and put away your clothing. Do the dishes. Create a place for things and put them there after each and every use. Whether you want to hone your awesomeness variable or reclaim your life from chaos, forge habits that enable you to shift focus from the trivial to the meaningful. What is a core tenet of Project Semper? If you recognize in yourself the need for improvement, the desire to get to a better plane of existence, you need to target a starting point. Select one small thing you can manage, that thing you know you can do better, and do it over and over again a little bit better each time. And you keep doing it until it's no longer a thing that you do, but it's a part of you that you don't even think about. Then start on something else using the same method. 
what you're doing is building a routine of positive actions that will enhance your capability to take on much bigger responsibilities and to do so with confidence and without the fear and anxiety of being overwhelmed because you don't have the small crap that's part of everyone's life in proper order and under control. Don't think of a routine as boring and restrictive because not every moment of your day needs a plan. Allow time for stuff and nonsense between tasks. Build your routine as a framework to support your ability to get things done that are necessary to live a productive life and enable you to enjoy the things that are part of a gratifying life. Create routines for small things to avoid ruts in the big picture. And that is enough to ponder for now. Thank you for a little bit of your time to learn more about Project Semper and why I do this. Head on over to the blog and video links. If you have discovered Project Semper somewhere other than the website, please visit projectsemper.com and have a look around. Or, if you are so inclined, you can find lots of various Project Semper content all across the social platforms. Search Project Semper everywhere. Project Semper. Read, write, think, connect, do. Be mindful, be fit, be authentic. It's all you really have, but it's all you ever need. Peace out, homies, and see you next time.